is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Studio 22, the mothership, Chance the Soulless Ginger Rapper. He's the guy at the helm today driving this mothership deep into the nether regions of all things gun girls, trucks, and redneck white people. Um, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, regal, sleek, slender. I'm just coming up with adjectives for you at this point in time. I'm going to need you. I'm really going to need you to keep the microphone close to you today because I need your input on a few different things, okay? Copy that. Good. And we've got um, Stuber Gear, Stu's America's favorite vegetarian, uh, the host <laughs> of Stu Does America. And uh, Nancy Pelosi sucks. She does suck, yes. <laughs> a lot of people uh, in this audience believe that. Yeah. Um, buying the Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. Yeah. Or did uh, you all get the pens restocked? Yeah, finally. Yeah, they came in. They ordered. They're like, we're going to get some for uh, Christmas. And yeah. so they came in like uh, the Monday of Thanksgiving. And by Thanksgiving, they were all gone. All gone. So they've been out of stock since Thanksgiving. What a racket this is. I love it. <laughs> Shop.blazemedia.com is the place to go get it. You can find the stew collection. Uh, and you you put it on cups too didn't you and shirts yeah it's on mugs and shirts yes yeah, uh yes i have my wife who's, out a, who's over here uh often she comes over hangs out with you yeah and she was wearing the nancy pelosi sucks uh gear the other day i sign all my checks with that pin yeah <laughs> i've got pen. a couple of them there yeah. at the house i'm not quite sure where they came from i think i might have lifted them here as the uh as the as the british say i mm. i lifted the pin um I don't know what accent that was, but I've, I've picked up a couple of them, and that's the only pins I have at my house now. They're, they're the, actually great they're pens. They're good pins. They're, they really are. They're, they're good, good pins. pins. And you're just you know, getting that, that, uh, yeah. that emotion across that Nancy Pelosi sucks. I'm about to do one, because you've done the Andrew Cuomo stuff as well, mm -hmm. and uh, equally sucks. We don't like mm -hmm. Andrew Cuomo. No. Uh, although I've been somewhat of an apologist for Cuomo through the sexual harassment thing, because I don't think, I mean, while guilty and creepy, I don't think that's the big issue. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly partially on board with you on that. I yeah. think some of the people who have come forward have really, their stories have just been sort of like, Cuomo seems like an annoying boss. Like, yeah. it doesn't seem like real uh, harassment, at least to the level that we're normally used to. Though there was the one who's, who's apparently groped in his mansion that was pretty damn serious and yeah. probably criminal. Uh, I, I kind of see a lot of this, though, as just an off-ramp for these Democrats mm -hmm. who sat there and praised this guy throughout the pandemic and can't just reverse it. They can't just say, well, no, we were wrong, by Whoops. the way. Sorry about that whole time. <laughs> There's thousands of people dying, and we told you he was fantastic. Yeah. This is sort of their off-ramp. They can like say, well, what we're really throwing him out for is this harassment, yeah. even though he deserves it for a hundred other reasons. For a hundred other reasons. The guy, I hope he goes down, and uh, no matter what, it's, it's an ugly situation there in New York. But I will tell you, I uh, back to the Nancy Pelosi thing. I I I'm looking for my viral item mm -hmm. on the on the Blaze Media collections. You have a ton of viral items. I, well, yeah, but not on the Blaze deal. I, I we sell them on our website. and We have a lot of good ones, but they don't allow us to advertise that here because you know executive stipulations, ah, contractual ah. things. What'd you say, Candace? It's like we planned. I didn't plan for the bathing suit to ever take it. I mean, nobody wants a bathing suit with my face that says it's party time mom. <laughs> like, no. Like that I, right there is that. Cuomo esque to me. I, I just know nobody wants that. There's a lot of science to support what you just said. Exactly. Nobody wants a no, bathing suit with your head and party time mom on it. That's not. I mean, my, my chubby face with a cowboy hat, <laughs> it's party time mom on a women's bathing suit. You know who came up with that? Tim DiDonato came up with that. 
that deal. That and of course, that is on brand for a guy like Dita. Incredibly Dino. unsurprising. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly, it's very on brand. I want to do a, a coffee mug. I want to do a coffee mug that says, Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be liberals. And I know it's been done, mm -hmm. but I want to do it. And uh, I think it needs to be done with the Chad Brather show. Well, I want to do Coca-Cola. That doesn't mean I can do it. <laughs> oh, I can do, you can do it. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, you could do it. Yeah, just, just change the design a little bit. Okay, okay. That's that's the beauty is uh, there's nothing new under the sun. No, it's true. You could just steal ideas all day long. Glenn always used to say, uh, if yeah. you've stolen from me, you've stolen twice. Yeah. Which uh, is, is, exactly is right. the way, certainly the way radio works. I used to say about quotes, I was like, after I after I uh, give you credit twice, it's mine. <laughs> yeah. That's the deal. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's a, there's a lot of politicians. Joe Biden. Joe Biden plagiarizing yeah. a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, I think by now that's his story. Today we're going to talk about uh, some serious issues. On I do want to I want to discuss things that probably um, I'm the only one who's willing to say certain things. I want to talk about this guy, this Boulder shooting. I want to sh talk about the Atlanta shooting. Uh, the rush to gun grab immediately and kind of the way the narrative changed just in the last couple of days. So I want you guys to hang on because because Stu's always insightful. He always ring. He, he always brings in uh, people who like to bitch a little bit because you kind of the thing I like about Stu is I say this about you. I say this about guys like Mike Rowe and, and just various other commentators that are out there. You kind of come in through the back door sometimes. It's not it's not the general populace. Things that just everybody agrees on. And I think I, that's a compliment. I, it's I, a compliment. I can't tell on the show. It's a compliment. That. I always appreciate that. And mm -hmm. people don't know it. People just aren't generally, and I'm going to say this, and I mean it with all my heart. People aren't smart enough to understand where you're coming from sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad commentary. And, yes, on the exactly United States. right. And mm -hmm. just like that, our numbers just took a big old uh, dive. <laughs> hey, uh, here's a crazy story. Down in Argentina, they and you've seen it in the pub over there on the uh, on the wall on the shelves our wine over there argentina they got vineyards at nine thousand feet they make world-class uh like 90 point wine down there uh but now they're coming under threat from radical mobs that are attacking and seizing their land buildings are burning down in the middle of the night equipment's getting looted and the government down there isn't doing a thing because they're in bed with the radicals so naturally people are snapping up these wines while they still can imagine getting a revolutionary wine this is what this is so they taste incredible. They got notes of blackberry, dark cherry, leather, smoke, great with steak. Uh, today, the guys over at CowboyWines.com just got another special shipment of these wines. And you got to get them before you can't get them anymore. They want to share them with you, our audience. So get 50% off the wine, 50% off the shipping. No need for a promo code. Just visit CowboyWines.com and show these winemakers that are under attack, quite literally, some love. That's CowboyWines.com. Hang tight. <laughs> Stu, I got an honest question for you. So my new book, Am I Crazy, is coming out August 3rd. Is the pre-order on it is great. Oh, that's um, great. I can't wait to read it myself. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I I am I am under this. Uh, I want to. He doesn't know it yet, but I'm I'm starting a little campaign to get to get Glenn mm -hmm. to write a forward. Oh, you think he'd do it? What if I wrote it mm -hmm. and said, Glenn, what do you think? 
I think there's a good chance he'd do it. I think so. I think there's a good chance know. he'd do it. I, I don't think he'd trust you to write it. I don't think that so. That would either. be a terrible move yeah, by that him. would be. What if what if we got like a Blaze writer from around here? Right. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I mean, basically, that's who wrote the book. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm excited about the book. Comes out uh, August 3rd. Excited about it. And, that's great. And um, it's, it's getting a lot of good, uh, you know, the pre uh, to me, pre-sales is everything with a book, right? Yes. To me, I mean, I don't know. This is a first book for me. Yes, we've but gone through this process many y'all have times. Been through it a time uh, yes, and I would say that you get you get excited, you get that that yeah. you get a good vibe as to whether the book's going to do well yeah. with the pre-sales for sure. People think you get rich off of books too. No, it's a crap heap of a business. <laughs> it's a it's a terrible deal. business. You make no money, and you spend tons and tons of time yeah. on it because it's like you come out here to a podcast in an hour, right? Right? Come out, BS, do you know, talk, make some jokes, and go home. Yeah, and they'll pay you pretty well for it. Yeah. You go to uh, go to. Uh, a book you write a book and it sells really well yeah and you make no money we were just talking about andrew cuomo mm-hmm. i was reading a story about andrew cuomo's book the guy you know he wrote released the book about his leadership during the coronavirus yeah. thing yeah i'm sure he and, wrote that one. yeah i'm sure yeah. and i and i'm reading this and it says uh he sold 400 books in a week and I'm like, 400 books in a week for Andrew Cuomo. He's on TV all the time. That's right. a terrible number. And then I reread the sentence and it was 400 books in over a month. Wow. 400 books in over a month. And, and you know, again, that book got tons of press. He was on every show talking about yeah. it. Um, you know, and the book sold over overall okay. Yeah. But the, it's not the business it was when we started writing books. We're, no, I mean, you're literally making pennies. Yeah. I mean, it's pennies. And people don't realize that or, you know, it's, 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 and if for me, you know, I can remember being in college and I had these professors who were pretty well known and they would write these books and they would sell pretty good for a professor's book or whatever. And they yeah. like, never get in the book writing business. Yeah. <laughs> never get in the book writing business. Yeah. So, I, if you get a home run with it, it's, it's fun because it can go on forever, you yeah. know, and I'm sure this is going to sell well, you know, I hope so. I it's a fun book. It's a funny book. It's, it's got some insight to it. That's, that's even, I read it back and I was like, this is reasonably profound. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this thing. So we're back to now i said on the show last week i said that we have not had any real mass shootings that have been going on we haven't been talking about gun grabbing there that narrative hasn't been going on the focus has sort of been on the border the biden administration's response to the crisis at the border uh then all of a sudden we have a shooting in atlanta which was which was an odd deal they tried to make it an asian hate thing Mm -hmm. uh because a guy goes into what was the massage parlors or something like that yeah and Atlanta, for those of you who don't know, I lived there for a while. Uh, I'm just qualifying why I know. No, that no, Atlanta certainly is this you weren't way. frequenting these establishments. So, never ever. No. Atlanta <laughs> is the only city in America that you can go to a strip club legally. It has a full bar, you can get alcohol service, and the women are fully nude. Okay. Really? Because of the nature of Atlanta. Yeah, and it made a lot of news in the past because the Gold Club in Atlanta, which has been defunct now for, I don't know, 20, 25 years, used, it got brought down for a huge prostitution ring. So, like, if you remember the news, a lot, why are you grinning over there, Candace? This is real news. The facts are rolling off. This is real news. There's a lot of knowledge here. He's done a lot of research on this particular topic. You remember, uh, what was the lifestyle? Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Uh, (laughs) Robin um, Leach. Leach. Robin Leach. Like Robin Leach got busted at the Gold Club. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a lot of... uh, It was a legendary um, one. What's that? Did it have to do with the... um, Ray Lewis, the yeah, was no, he? yeah, well, that was Buckhead. Okay, that happened in Buckhead with the murder. Yes, thing that was in Buckhead. So, 
Atlanta has been notorious for its nightlife for a long <laughs> yeah, time. I guess so, yeah. So, so Buckhead was the reason the Ray Lewis murder thing, which I guess he got exonerated on it. Well, he did because he kept playing football. Yeah, he lost his suit. He, he could never find that white suit. Never, never, could, never could come across it again. A lot of people just have lots of white suits. Who exactly. knows what happened to it? So it used to be that the bars and the clubs stayed open until 4 a.m. in Atlanta. That's that's, that's early like, morning. That's that's all night. Yeah, I mean, you know, New York and Vegas, right? Like, yeah. you, know, you get some, maybe yeah. even later, but not, not too many places not later than 4 a.m. But after the Ray Lewis situation and, and the whole thing that happened there in Buckhead, they changed the law that bars had to close at 3 so that one hour keeps you from it. murder. That's, that's like one of those COVID rules <laughs> yeah. where like you can't, you'd have the mask while you're sitting down at the yeah. table, but not while you're standing up on your way to the table. Yeah. It's about that smart. Yeah. And so to the best of my knowledge, Atlanta, Atlanta's clubs and bars, they still stay open until like three. So there's, there's a lot of, uh, Atlanta also has a very big gay community. So I don't know if people like realize large that. people, like they're overweight or well, tall? Well, no, or? Just, just, just in terms of their general okay. population, right. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of gay men mm-hmm. uh, there. And so I'm revealing, so Candace doesn't know what to do with me right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll off at facts about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So the ratio, they say it's the number one city in America for single men because there's like an eight to one girl to guy ratio. In Atlanta, eight to one girl to guy ratio. Yeah. This cannot be possible. Yeah, there's it's overwhelmingly more women than there are men. Eight to one. Yeah, in terms of singles. Okay. In terms of singles. Single. Okay. It's single young adults, whatever. Uh, single adults. So you're saying like, there's a lot of there's men there, but there there's a large percentage of them are gay, so they're not in the pool. So, so not even that. Okay. If you factor in the gay community, yeah, it's really more like eleven to one. <laughs> really? Yeah, because there's so many gay dudes. That that's, they're they're like even not even in the market. But that's anyway, the, that's the gatio. <laughs> that's the not the ratio. The gatio. So so if you're a single dude, Atlanta can be a fun place to be, right? Sure. All right. And then you factor in the the you could stay out till three o'clock in the morning. You can get hammered drunk. You can go to you can go to uh, these strip clubs out there, all nude, <laughs> full bar. <laughs> you can't do that anywhere else in America. Hmm. Texas is topless unless it's BYOB. Okay. All right. BYOB, mm-hmm. you can be all nude. <laughs> I was in Longview, <laughs> Texas, years ago, mm-hmm. and I stopped into this little roadhouse place to get a bar mm-hmm. or get a beer. Mm-hmm. And, and I walk up to the bar, and the girl goes, We can't serve you. And we're like, Why? And she goes, This is BYOB. And we're like, This is a bar. And she's like, No, it's not. Then Def Leppard's Pour Some Sugar on Me comes on. <laughs> of course And it this does. girl who was broken out in a weird rash comes walking out on stage, <laughs> bruises on her body where people have been hitting her with change all night long. <laughs> and um, it was gross. I, we didn't know what kind of place we were in, Stu. <laughs> I guess not. I guess <laughs> we didn't know. I mean, it, if you've ever seen a Party strip- Foul Steve pick this place? No, this, this, was, this, this was long like, before Party okay, Foul Steve. Right. He's innocent. He would have been there. <laughs> but until you've seen a stripper with gout, I'm telling you, you haven't been. Uh, to these BYOB joints in East Texas. But anyway, um, Atlanta has all this, and then Atlanta has a lot of these massage parlors that are, that are there. Mm-hmm. And they get busted all the time, and they have sting operations and all these things. And it's just like a lot of big cities, but Atlanta just has a lot of it, right? So apparently this guy, and it's a long way around that story, but apparently this guy has a fetish. He had a thing for not only women, but Asian women. And... That's where he decided to take out his angst in this mass shooting, right? And so they turned it into an Asian hate crime. So I've said you had um, uh, 
Asian Lives Matter, that was trending. Then you had Hispanic Lives Matter because of the border crisis. And then you had Black Lives Matter, which has historically been around. It's starting to sound like all lives matter to me. Yeah. You know? Maybe we could just not separate them out into groups. Save some. We could save the printing of all the different bumper stickers. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. all lives matter. Stick yeah. to it. That was a concept we all used to agree on. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently not the thing not uh, today. Not there's, no, there's no evidence that this was an Asian hate crime. I mean, None. he's saying, and again, I can understand the idea. We shouldn't necessarily just believe the murderer of yeah. whatever he, whatever his dumb explanation is for this horrible crime. I can understand not just believing it. On the other side, though, there's no evidence. Uh, I mean, you look across the country, you have one group that's reporting lots of hate crimes, but they're grouping, they're lumping in things like someone says a slur to you as you pass by them in the streets, and right. they're calling that a hate crime. Um, and it's all self-reported. No, no checking it. It's just like some far left professor who's taking emails from people saying this happened to me yeah like who knows if any of that's true we know the hate crimes across the country certain cities they're up a little bit other cities they're down like they're up in new york they're down in dc yeah Uh, i don't know um we look at the uh stats across the board and uh you know the fbi stats show during the trump presidency by the way that african-americans were the most likely racial group to uh attack an asian-american um whites were tied with asians for second place um there is i mean something like asians are like 6.3 percent of the population and only get about four percent of the uh, violent attacks against them mm-hmm. that that is the best result of any ethnicity or race measured by the department of justice right this is not a country where asians are under attack by white supremacists con- constantly exactly. it is not a thing exactly that doesn't mean maybe we'll find out this guy is an example of it i hope i hope not right. uh, but there's no reason to believe this narrative. This narrative is just like, it just started bubbling up. And all of a sudden, all these, you know, weird companies like, you know, uh, Ben and Jerry's were talking about it, and then Disney Plus is telling me about the Asian violence. And then, you know, you know when you go and you get the, um, you, you get like credit card points. Yeah. Uh, there's that site called The Points Guy. Yeah. The Points Guy is telling me about Asian American violence. Like, really? oh, they, I mean, snossages? Are they going to tell me about it now? <laughs> Who is the, Every company has to come out and make this dumb statement as if we went into our arrangement with them assuming they hated Asians. Yeah. It's like, I go, every company I start off with, I go in with the absolute assumption they do, they like Asians. They, they, they think they're fine. They think they're great. Yeah. If I think they hate Asians, I'm not going to them. Because that's uh, this is America. You're supposed to like everybody. Yeah. But this idea that like they, every company has to come out with this weird statement, as if like if it's almost like they feel guilty about it. Like, I'm sorry. Did you hate Asians? It's a weird like, projection. I, it is a weird projection. The numbers don't back it up. It's a no. weird projection. And here's a dude who I learned this term week before last, Candace incel. When we were talking about that, you know what an incel is? Yeah, it's like a sexually starved it, it, yeah, person. Yeah, like an or involuntary celibate is yes, what it stands for. Involuntary celibate. Guy that can't get laid. And uh, so he's angry about it. Is that in the dictionary too? Guy who can't get Guy laid? Guy who can't get mm-hmm, laid. Mm-hmm. That's, I think that's Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a dude who's frustrated. He's sitting naked uh, in front of a computer in mom's basement sure. on a lawn chair, and he's just not happy about life. And I don't know if maybe this is the case with this guy or whatever, but to take it and to twist it and turn it to make his thing into a racial issue is problematic in my mind and because the numbers don't match up to it. I mean, here's a guy who, by his own admission, is what he is. Now, by Georgia's hate laws, it could be defined if he was targeting a gender, like if he was just targeting mm-hmm. women. Sure. Then that could be still labeled a hate crime. But my issue where I'm going with all this, and we're going to have to get into the next segment to do it, but why does it have to be 
Why do, why do we need that added charge of a hate crime anyway? Hmm. The guy's going to get the chair, most likely. Least, least sentence is life in prison. The guy will never breathe free air again. But if you get the chair, you're dead. It doesn't matter if it was a hate crime or not. So statistically, and you just showed that the hate crime thing is not a prevalent thing that's happening. That's not, that's, doesn't line up with the numbers. So why do we feel the need to prove one more, quote, hate crime and keep that narrative going? That's what I want to talk about because, because the Boulder thing, the new shooting that happened, and it's all tragic. We're not making light of it at all flies in the face of the narrative and we're going to talk about that so let's talk about how to save your home you didn't think covid could cost you your home but since the pandemic started cybercrime's up 75 percent the most serious cybercrime as we've talked about is home title theft uh cyber criminals foreign and domestic they're after your homes it's easier than you'd think for them to get them to the title documents for your homes are online the thief finds your home's title and forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home to them and they take out loans against your home and leave you in debt. You won't even know it's happening until you get the late payment or eviction notices and they start coming in and the insurance company's not going to cover you, neither do common identity theft programs. So got to protect your home with Home Title Lock. You've got to do it. You've heard me talk about this. You need to get it taken care of. The instant Home Title Lock detects someone tampering with your home's title. They're going to help shut it down immediately. So go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address. They'll tell you if you're already a victim. You can use code RADIO to receive 30 free days of protection. Code RADIO. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, and we'll be right back. So uh, Joe Biden uh, made the announcement that he's going to do everything in his power to keep Americans safe and uh, not going to shut the borders, mind you, but uh, pushed a pair of house uh, passed gun reform. He's going to push pushed a pair of house passed gun reforms, including a universal background checks measure and assault weapons ban, uh, high capacity magazines. Um, the uh, he acknowledged there were still outstanding details to be learned about Monday's massacre, which is the one, of course, in Boulder, Colorado including the shooter's motive and weapons. He insisted enough was known to make an ardent call for new gun control. Um, the um, <laughs> What is known? That, that there was a gun used. Exactly. That's what's known? That's what's known, mm-hmm. yeah. He said, I don't need to wait another minute, let alone another hour, to take common sense steps that will save lives in the future. Obviously, he is calling on uh, the Senate to pass uh, the gun control reform. And it, this is not, it should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives. American lives, we have to act. By the way, this is a guy named Ahmed mm-hmm. who went in and did the shooting. Now, now everybody wants to refer to him as uh, Alisi, his last name, Al-Isi. They don't want to put the, uh, the, the, they don't want to put the Arabic enunciation <laughs> to it in any way, shape, or form. He's right. just Alisi. Uh, his first name is Ahmed. Well, Ahmed to me immediately screams MAGA. You know, <laughs> definitely a big Trump guy. I mean, Jesse Smollett uh, would agree. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, that's it. And let's call it what it is. So, so you want to say Asian hate or whatever in that deal? We forget about the Virginia Tech. And I misspoke on last night's show. I think it was where I, re- I referred to. Um, West, University of West Virginia. It wasn't Virginia Tech. I was just, my mouth was running. My brain wasn't working. But the Virginia Tech 
shooter was yeah. South Korean. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that happen numerous times. Nobody's out there screaming, you know, Korean supremacy. Nobody's doing that. Now nobody's out there screaming um, uh, Muslim supremacy or Islamic supremacy or anything like that. Now it's about the gun, right? So Biden didn't say anything when it was about Asian hate. There was, there was no call for the gun reforms, at least none that I saw. But now that it's, and it always happens seemingly in twos or threes with this deal. Now it's happened. Now it's about the gun, right? Yeah. I mean, it does seem like that's the place they go. You know, there's got to be a narrative. And that's the thing I think we've lost. You mentioned this with talking about hate crimes in the last segment. It's like hate crimes is a way to generalize a crime, right? Mm -hmm. Like you worry about the motivation because there's a group of people that are doing this. It's not just this person. It's the group of people. And that's something we've lost, I think, in the country. Yeah. When I find out a crime has occurred, I blame the person who committed it who did the crime and it doesn't like no one seems to do that anymore like the, the you know like i'm not going to blame all muslims because of this guy right. who's going out and shooting people just like i'm not going to blame all christians because this guy in atlanta supposedly was at least said he was a christian yeah. you know that that's racism right that collectivism and racism are so tightly intertwined you know people like to separate them like collectivism is the cure for racism it's not racism is collectivism it's 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 judging people at like as if they're members of groups rather than individual people who make decisions yeah you know you know i don't have a crime with mass shootings because i don't have a problem with mass shootings because i don't commit them right (laughs) you know you don't commit them um obviously you know there's too many of them we want it to be zero that the appropriate number of course is zero but you have a country with 330 million people 400 million guns in it um these things are going to occur occasionally but when you look at the long-term trends you have to be you have to be optimistic about our future these things have gone down um we have not seen a huge rise in 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 violence and 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 murder over the past 20 to 30 years it's gone down incredibly uh by a large amount if we can kind of keep that going you'd think that things would get better but the left is never going to be happy with it they'd rather have this thing that they can tell us is wrong with us as a society we're kind of like a little human virus uh, that, that needs to be cured and you know control is always the cure yeah and that's exactly the point the gun isn't the issue it is the collectivism. It is the racism. It is the nationalism. It is the 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 supremacy, uh, or the supposed of all those things yeah. that you know it presupposes that there everybody just hates each other. I, and that's why somebody asked me the other day. They said, you know, your thoughts on critical race theory? Well, it's an unsubstantiated narrative that leads to crap like this. That's yeah. the thing that that's you want to you want to put that in your school curriculum, and you're going to believe that race is the underlying thing that causes all the problems in culture and society. That's exactly the narrative that it's going to lead to every single time or at least that's the excuse uh it, because you can control all the guns or people are still going to murder each other if they're having to use a slingshot so you're going to say well this still because white people hate black people or asians hate blacks or whatever it may be you're going to lump people into groups yeah and right? why 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 this one immutable characteristic yeah. why not eye color why not hair color why not anything else it's always skin color and you know the left is obsessed with it yeah. and the critical race theory just gives this this like academic sheen to mm-hmm. what is at its core just 
racism. Yeah. It's just racism against a different group. You know, uh, my wife was on the show often, Lisa Page. She yep. she uh, gets in trouble occasionally for hiding books at Target. Uh, uh, and I'm counting <laughs> on her to do that when Am I Crazy comes out. Yes. I need her to put that right up on the top <laughs> right shelf. In, the front. In, like in front of the new uh, Dr. Fauci book. Yeah. Uh, the, the Dr. Fauci, America's Doctor. <laughs> yes. The oh, children book. Going to be entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, the foundation of that is uh, Ibram <gasps> Kendi uh, talking about, you know, the only cure for yeah. discrimination but for past discrimination is present discrimination the only cure for present discrimination is future discrimination it's a book that's advocating discrimination against obviously white people you know uh, which he states pretty clearly throughout the book yeah. and when when your foundation is we need to punish people who aren't even alive anymore for crimes and we're going to do that with their you know their relatives their children their grandchildren their great grandchildren mm-hmm. like you've set up a society that can't possibly run well yeah. Right? You're punishing people for things they didn't do. And that's collectivism. And it's 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 intertwined with this. And just because they have this sort of academic sort of sheen on it now, it's become respectable. It's not. It's just racism. Right. That's what it is. It's what it is. And I hear the stories of these mass shootings. And I don't even like calling them mass shootings, right? That's become a, a just kind of a, a euphemism for something else. It, it's like that we've got to label it a certain thing and people right. see it a certain way because they hear that. It's it's murder, plain and simple. A guy, somebody who has a psychological problem goes in there and, and murders people. And regardless of what the weapon of choice is, murders people. Uh, like you said, it's not the weapon, it's the person. But it never crosses my mind to think, well, I wonder what color they were. Like I, my, my heart is, is saddened and broken that anybody was subject to that. You know, you just go to the supermarket and all of a sudden some nut job comes in there and starts shooting people. Uh, that's a scary thing. I mean, it's frightening and you hate for anybody to ever go through that. But it doesn't cross my mind to go, I wonder if the guy was white. I wonder if the guy was his, it was Muslim. I wonder, you know, I, I don't, it never crosses my mind with something like that. And so something to me is fundamentally wrong whenever the media or the politicians or whoever that's if their mind naturally goes to that then they're the problem yeah i mean what like the, when you my, my my one little safety tip on all this stuff is never ever make a decision based on skin color yeah never your entire yeah. life go your entire life and never make one it, <laughs> that is the rule it's yeah. the rule that you should be able to handle as, yeah. a, as an american citizen instead we're told that the only way to avoid being racist to be an anti-racist is to make all of your decisions based yeah. on skin color well that's what white nationalists do that's what the kkk does yeah. right that's what that's what you know hitler did you yeah. make decisions based on skin color and race and gender and religion and grouping people into these like evil villains uh this group of villains that did this and this group of villains did that that's not healthy yeah we were this was supposed to be what we were overcoming yeah. as a human i mean it's a human weakness that we're trying to overcome and the left wants to bring it back yeah well just remember folks in one town in illinois they're already paying reparations we'll talk about that when we come back here in a second but wow uh, have you heard about this no, no? yeah they're already doing it uh, i've got some great news to share about our friends over at patriot mobile they expanded their coverage uh, dramatically made it easier for even more Americans to dump the big-name carriers who charge way too much and then donate the money you pay in your bill over to leftist causes. Love uh, Patriot Mobile. They're good folks over there. They've never sent a penny to the left. They're not going to silence you in any way. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and you can switch with confidence because they use the exact same networks as the large providers, but they charge a whole lot less. 
It's easy to switch over. Keep your phone number, bring your own phone. They'll sell you a new one if you need one. Uh, you can build your own bundle with multi-line discounts and uh, save even more. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash chad or call their U.S.-based customer service team, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders are going to save even more this month. Get the free activation, uh, their premier activation, where they're going to set up the phone for you and send you a special gift with offer code CHAD. I spell it, Chad. PatriotMobile.com slash chatter. Call them 972 Patriot. Right back with Stu. So I went back uh, last week and I've started rewatching all of the. Uh, episodes of the Chappelle show <laughs> oh really yeah dude that's oh that's brilliant Chappelle could get away with things that I mean just incredible and he pissed everybody off yeah he did right equal opportunity offender I loved it but he did a whole thing about um what happens when the reparations come in like suddenly uh uh and it, his deal his deal <laughs> not mine I okay can, I can feel the disclaimer coming uh, about here. how about how well he just started taking all of the popular brands that are uh purchased and worn by african americans mm-hmm. by black community and he was just talking about how their stocks were rising and, and all this kind of stuff and <laughs> it, was, it was a real funny sketch um and look you got to be able to laugh at yourself and it's funny um and i can laugh at you it doesn't matter what color you are i'm going to laugh at you because uh, we're all silly but uh they've started doing that in illinois one town's trying it they're trying the reparations <laughs> gonna be interesting to see what happens now me personally this crazy shit going on down in miami uh this uh all the people slapping each other in the street snatching weaves out of each other's hair and the whole thing like nobody's talking about black on black crime down there because i mean this is this is melanin override down there in miami where everybody now they're putting the curfews on the thing which to me I want your opinion on this, right? You okay. might not want to touch any of this right now, Stu. <laughs> Actually, I just left the show a few minutes ago, so but I'm no here's, longer here. Here's what I want to know. Here's mm-hmm. what I want to know. See, I think that this is directly tied to two things. One, people receiving their stimulus checks, and now they're out there spending it mm-hmm. and getting crazy, getting crunk, and, and now they're going at it. But this, this stuff sure does remind me a lot of... The riots we saw last summer, a lot of the stuff going on, just the melees in the street going on. Um, and I kind of see a direct attack on Ron DeSantis's no mask, hmm. open policies that are going on. And now they're like, well, we'll show you. Now, this could be my conspiracy theories coming out <laughs> uh-huh, right here. Uh-huh. But like, what if, what if they were like, you know what? We're going to get turned up in Miami and we're going to pull this crap out in the streets and it's going to go crazy and show you that opening the state really doesn't work. That's it. I haven't heard that yet. I think I'm just I'm just no, this, I'm just thinking. You're tossing it out there. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I I do think both the riots last summer mm-hmm. and what we're seeing in Miami is a result of all these lockdowns and COVID, and people are just like they're dying to get out of their house yeah. and go do something. And the you might be right. Maybe the money's coming in. <laughs> it's time for a flight. Yeah, uh, and they're letting stimmies. loose down there. Yeah, I mean, I think it's possible. I mean, I maybe it, certainly the coverage about Florida is yeah. definitely, yeah. Uh, you know, they've identified, I think, correctly, Ron DeSantis as one of the top guys for 2024. Yeah, and they can't really pick apart his performance very well for the past uh, year. 
where he's been able to keep the state generally open. They've had some restrictions. Generally open. The performance has been pretty good. You know, it hasn't been the top, you know, the, you know, the state in the union for COVID, but it's been in the middle of the pack. And considering old population, yeah. relatively dense population, we'd think it'd be a lot worse than it is. So the coverage, I think, is totally fueled by that at this point. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm, th- I'm just saying it might be a little too organizational uh, mm. for that to be. But but uh, but obviously it's craziness in the streets. Down yes. There. And they've had to enact the curfews down there. And but I do think it's, it's in connection with uh, lockdowns. And this is our new T-shirt idea, Candace. Shop.blazemedia.com. Give me my stimmy. <laughs> Give me my stimmy. <laughs> I, that just hit me right mm. there. Give me my stimmy. Yeah, until Joe Biden show it like I I don't get a stimulus check. Stu doesn't get a stimulus check. His house flooded for crying out oh, loud. Gosh. He needs the stimulus Lisa check. Lisa would pay it, but she'd spend it before it even got through the mailbox anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know her. Uh, we wouldn't get no effect from any government she, policy. She would us. be fixing that one little corner in oh, the house geez. again. Over, over and over and over again. <laughs> we're, going through, we're going through this stuff right now with the house flooding. And it is just constant. Every day I come home and it's 25 minutes of carpet conversations. Yeah. Uh, what kind of paint color? She's got three paints on the wall. It's just They're just the same paint. Yeah. I swear the contractor came over and painted three of squares with the same paint just to screw with her and put different names on it. Here's what I want to know about Lisa at home. <laughs> is she as loud at home? She yeah, she can be very loud at home. Yeah. Uh she can be very loud anywhere. Yeah. We were at a we were at dinner um uh, I don't know, a week or two ago, and she's telling the story of the house flooding. Yeah. As if she's on stage with no microphone and 3,000 people are out there to hear it. And she's going on and on about like the details of our insurance and the size of our deductible. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, there's no reason to say any of this anyway. And second of all, you don't need to say it to that person three restaurants <laughs> yeah. that way. In the back of Buca de Beppo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she is, you know, yeah, constant energy. Uh, yeah. Very loud at times. Awesome. Um, and the thing about her that's, I don't know if you've noticed this because you spent a lot of time with her yeah. now she's been over here a bunch of times and she's got a one-track mind right like that is the her defining characteristic as she gets going and there's something that gets in her mind and it will dominate all Focused. of her thoughts yeah until it's resolved and there's no exceptions to it and now i can see my son getting the same thing where like he just will ask the same question over and over yeah. and over again no matter how many times you give him the answer and I'm like this is you this is your <laughs> fault lisa <laughs> Because it is. It comes directly from her mind into his. <laughs> I love it. And we had this same conversation with her about you the other day. <laughs> oh, no. And I said, there's two things we got we to use mm-hmm. our final moments to deal with here. Sure. Uh, listen, it ain't hate crime, people. Let me summarize. It ain't hate crime. It's murder. It's horrible. And they're going to prosecute these people to the fullest extent of the law. At least that's what I hope is going to happen, and I believe it will. Um the issue is never the issue. You've heard me say that a million times. The issue is never the issue. But we were talking about you the other day. I said, so when you guys go out and stuff, is Stu always as quiet <laughs> as, as he is? Mm-hmm. Like She's like, sometimes I have to tell him he has to talk. <laughs> like, you have to be a part of this conversation. I know. I can't carry the whole I, conversation. I mean, I can't carry the whole conversation. I'm just not going to carry the whole conversation. First of all, she loves it. We're, we're, yeah. we, we're a good pair because... If I try to talk, she just starts talking <laughs> over me. So there's no real reason for me to begin. Yeah, uh, I know that. Uh, but you know, I'm there. I'm there. Like I'm there to help out. 
Yeah. Every once in a while, I could see the conversation going down the wrong road. I try to help to redirect us back <laughs> to the right path. You know, she she doesn't need she does not need my help to carry on right. a conversation, as as you are well aware. It's uh, so she'll funny. just go and go and go and go and go. So I, you know, there's that good sense of like I don't necessarily want to see people yeah. um, outside of uh, yeah. you know work. It's kind of yeah. I can just kind of go home and hang out there. She makes me actually get out of the house, which is yeah. good. It's it's positive. It's positive. Keep telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. I will say, I by the way, was was sold this show. I was supposed to come on and talk about guns and girls. Yeah. And and I mean, technically, I guess you've hit those two standards. We've hit them. I but I mean, not the way I expected. I'm you little... learned about the mm-hmm. seedy Atlanta nightlife. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's true. Okay. You learned about the seedy Atlanta mm-hmm. nightlife. Uh, there's people right now booking flights to Hartsfield Jackson International Airport Have in Atlanta, about Georgia. A Ch- Chad Prather Atlanta travel guide. That's exactly that... right. People are like, hmm. There's the cheetah. There is the pink pony. There's <laughs> <laughs> my best. My, my favorite strip club name of all time was in. Uh, in new york city we used to walk by it every day on the way to the subway and it was called mixed emotions oh, it's like wait what are you saying i'm gonna go in there and have mixed emotions about my trip <laughs> why would you tell me the the, the best one I, the, what they should call them mm-hmm. is manipulators yeah. manipulators i mean that's ah, that mm-hmm. you got man you got nipple anyway you got mm-hmm. but and, and what's really going on psychologically <laughs> is these naked women are manipulating you out of your money mm-hmm. uh never been my uh, forte or my bag whatsoever um, you just happen to know all the general managers. I do managers know all about it. I, just, I don't. <laughs> I don't care about you know your your repressed Mormon mm-hmm. upbringing and why, how you're trying to get away from your father in Utah. I don't care about your master's degree in education and how you want to be a teacher or a nurse. I don't want to hear about any of those stories. Mm-hmm. None of them. Uh, and so it's like you know what? I'd, I'd rather just go like you. I'd, I would just rather stay home. But I don't. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing, real quick, Candace can attest to this. Party foul Steve yeah. wants to be your friend so bad. <laughs> Steve's great. <laughs> it wants to be my friend. It would be like doing like one of those Make-A-Wish Foundation yeah. requests for him. It really, really would He's just... constantly saying to Lisa, he's like, you know, I said something to Stu and he kind of nodded today or he kind of <laughs> grunted or whatever. He's kind of like, hey, you know. <laughs> I like this. This could be a good charity. Can it we get tax funny. deductible? Yes, uh, completely. Tax deductible. Yeah, because yeah, every village has an idiot, and we have Party <laughs> Foul Steve, uh, and, and uh, we love him. Uh, he's our idiot, and we love him, but not a day goes by where he's like, you know what? I think I'm, I'm, think, I think I'm starting to get Stu to thaw out a little bit. I, me. I will say, this is going to be incredibly disappointing for him. Uh, I, it's not, <laughs> that's the way we've been selling it, too. It's not all it's cracked up to be, I'll tell you. Everybody wants to be friends with Stu. <laughs> Hang tight, folks. Don't go anywhere. Right back. Stu Does America is the name of the show. You can follow him on Twitter at Stu Does America. And uh, you need to be watching this show. It's fun. It's informative. It is funny. Uh, uh, l- plenty of good, good stuff that's in there. And you can see people's hands underneath the screen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as you have television guests. Every once in a while, we have a guest that's just like, yeah, I'd prefer if we did not have... We, we had Megan Kelly on, and her people were like, yeah, no no hands under the no screen. No hands under like, the yeah, screen. It's Megan Kelly. We'll just do whatever she says. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been... Um, I was going to ask you if people ever push back on that. 
occasionally, like occasionally really serious, like professors will yeah. get, and it's like, I, it's just a, I mean, you don't even know if you're listening to the podcast, right? but if you're watching the show, it's a little bit of a stupid thing that we do with the yeah. hands moving. It looks like it's part of the body. Like, I mean, somebody's I, sitting there. Yeah. I mean, it's a, I will say I've seen a bunch of other shows do it. We saw Ellen doing it the other day. Oh, really? I was like, I, do I get royalties from this? I've been doing this. For, it's all because of you. You've been doing it for years. It's all because of me. Uh, but I, I, yeah. you know, I will say like, you know, we, we, we do have some fun on the show. In fact, I, as far as I know, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Chad, the only time you vomited at the blaze on was the air on your was show. on my show, That's which true. I feel like is a really good, I, I predicted it. I said it was going to happen you did. <laughs> everywhere. I go all across the country. People want to remind me that I threw up on <laughs> Stu's show. Wait, you you going to come back for the next power? I hour? can't wait. All right. I think can't. we're going, we're doing it for 250 episodes coming up. Yeah. Um, which is in a few weeks. So I don't know if you'll be in town, but you got to, you got to, we'll, we'll make it happen. You got to make this happen. I'll cancel whatever the hell I'm doing. Do you think you can make it through one of these things without vomiting? Not without a trash can. Okay. I will have to have a trash can. We're going to bring in the Chad Prather Memorial trash can this time <laughs> nice. to be next to you the entire glitter time. Glitter and yeah. stuff on it. <laughs> hey, uh, tune in. BlazeTV.com. Sign up today. We love y'all. God bless you. Thanks, Stu. Bye. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha